0: Welcome to the Hangin' with the Muses podcast, a late bloomin creative's quest to make a living making stuff. I'm Tiffany Preshera, and I've been a composer, author, and voice artist for decades, but I'm not exactly where I'd like to be in my career. Join me as I strive for greatness, or at least some decent semblance of mediocrity, and share tips about what I've been learning along the way. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to this episode of Hanging with the Muses. How are you doing today? I hope you're having a great day so far. I think I am. I just had a lovely conversation, and the sun is starting to come out here, so there is a lot to be grateful for. In this episode, I wanted to make this a two-parter to talk about how to tailor your creative career to your actual needs. Because we all have them, whether we want to admit it or not. And we don't always think about it, what we actually want out of our lives, and how we want things to flow. So I thought I would take this first episode to talk about actually establishing your needs. And then the next episode, we'll talk about how to actually go about making that happen. And why would you think about this, you may ask? Well, I'll tell you. I know my own personal journey, there have been times where I have been afraid to do something, to follow a path because of what I thought would happen because of it, or because there's an aspect of it that didn't appeal to me, right? So, for example, um... The idea of performing live. I've done some of that and there's a certain amount of it that I really enjoy and then there's aspects of it that totally freak me out. (laughs) Um, The idea of making a mistake in front of a bunch of people. The idea of perhaps having an accident on stage, like tripping and falling or something like that. And the energy that it takes to be a live performer the preparation involved um like if you're a singer in depending on the certain circumstances sometimes you may not be able to vocalize for a while because you're saving your voice for a performance or something like that and so the idea of having to kind of cut things out of your life or isolate yourself has been kind of a question in my mind of whether I'm willing to do that. So that's kind of what brought this whole thing up for me, this idea of making your career fit your life. So let's look at this. First of all, you can establish what you actually want to do in the sense of how you want to be a creator. Do you want to strictly write melodic lines if you're a musician, do you want to write lyrics? Do you want to do both? Do you want to be a dancer who is maybe also a comedian? So you can start off by determining what you enjoy in terms of your work. And that can come with looking from the past. What activities have you really gotten excited about? And then looking at, kind of dissecting them and figuring out the minutiae of that, what actually excited you about it. Or maybe you already know for sure that, you know, I want to paint landscapes, I want to paint landscapes, or I want to paint portraits, or I want to be a a writer of novels. But if you don't know how to narrow it down, you can look look at your past and say, you know, I had a great time in high school when we were involved in that theatrical production. And looking at what roles you played in that production, were you part of the cast? Were you stage managing? How, how did it all play out and what did you enjoy about that process? And then ultimately realizing that you can put these things together in a cohesive package And it can happen in unusual ways, too, because you don't have to follow everybody else's rules. If you are a dancer, maybe even a classical dancer like ballet, but you also love making people laugh, who's to say you cannot have a career making people laugh while doing ballet somehow, right? There's nothing to say that you can't do that. So take some time and get that sorted out. Determine how you want to represent your talents in the world. Then, number two, where do you want to be? Where do you want to live? What kind of environment can you see yourself existing in? Do you like big cities? Do you like smaller communities? Do you like to travel around a lot to experience many different environments? And without judging... Because what is right for one person is not going to be right for another. Don't feel, this is the whole point of this, is to not feel that you have to do things a certain way because other people have done them. What works for you? So what type of environment do you want to be in? Maybe you're already in it. Maybe you love your community. Maybe you're open to moving somewhere else. Would you like to be in a place that's kind of the hub of activity? for your field? Or would you prefer to be able to be anywhere and work remotely? You know, do your job while you're on vacation in Hawaii? Or maybe you want to be in New York if you're in the theater world because it's the hub of activities where everybody goes. It's the best of the best. Then you can look at, so what kind of a family life do you want to have? Do you want to have a family? Do you want to have a spouse? Do you want to have kids? What type of relationship Do you want to have with them? Do you want them to be able to be with you during your work day? Would you mind if you had a career that took you away from them for periods of time? I know during the situation that we're in right now, there have been several people who often travel so much talking about how they've actually enjoyed being around their families more and having that quality time with them. So look at the kind of relationship you want to have with a family unit, because your career may or may not affect that, depending on how you navigate it. Then, as we've kind of alluded to in previous episodes, do you like working alone? Do you like working with other people? In what quantities? I love the idea of, say, writing musicals and theatrical productions because you spend a lot of time in solitude or maybe with another person if you're collaborating. But I've spent a lot of time in solitude creating the piece, and then there's the excitement of connecting with other people and bringing it to life. So you're not with people all the time, and you're not alone all the time. It's kind of a a cool balance that way. And don't feel that you should be one way or the other. This is all about kind of the ideal scenario for you, right? So if you're like, I wanna be alone all the time, honor that about yourself. I wanna be with people all the time, honor that about yourself. If you like a balance, it's all good. Then you can look at how much, I guess the best way to describe it would be how much on time do you want? Do you like to be live in front of people in the moment or do you prefer to be allowed to refine and perfect your projects? This is the thing I would imagine um, having done both to a certain extent. This is the thing that differentiates live performers from recorded performers either musically or theatrically this is this is why some people like television this is why some people like the theater there's a different energy about it that appeals to different people some people like to be able to do a bunch of different takes and some people say no i I like the the energy and the excitement of that moment of being in front of all those people and not knowing what's going to happen who are you or maybe you like a bit of both um Certainly there are actors who have seen both sides of that, and I would love to interview them to see what they actually prefer. But there's just different energies. There's different energies. Do you want to sing live in front of audiences? Do you like recordings? I know part of me, I kind of like recording because then I do get to refine and perfect as much as I can perfect things. (laughs) Uh, There is a funness about live, but it's also more stressful. It's also more stressful. And last but not least, and kind of alluded to in one of the other points, is how much traveling do you want to do? Are you someone who likes to be home most of the time and heading out occasionally once every few months to do a presentation or something like that? Are you somebody who likes to be on the road all the time. I think, you know, every, everybody's different. And when you get to experience those different aspects, then you get to choose what works for you. I know somebody who, I you don't know, think she was a huge, you know, being on the road all the time anyway. But her job initially necessitated her traveling a bit. And where she lives, it's a little complicated to get places because she lives on an island And there was a point where she was able to tell her employers that, you know, I don't need to do all this traveling. And so they worked things around so that she wouldn't have to. She'd be able to be home most of the time. So that just shows the power of knowing what you want. So these are some things to look at. It's writing down your previous experiences, what you've enjoyed from those experiences, What kind of lifestyle you want to live. Oh, I should also, well, you know, I'm not even going to mention how much money you make because that kind of suggests that you can't make certain amounts of money in certain types of uh, fields. And I don't believe it. So we won't even have that conversation right now. (laughs) I mean, you can if you want, but I'm not going to go bursting anybody's bubble, but it's looking at what you've previously enjoyed and why too. I mentioned before, it's all about the why. But what aspects do you enjoy about working in solitude? Or what aspects do you enjoy about live theater as opposed to television? What kind of lifestyle you want to live with regards to your family, with regards to travel, with regards to location? And just sitting with that for a bit. So writing this down, figuring out the whys of it, and sitting with it for a bit. And without judgment, without thinking that you should be one way or the other, because I believe that we can create something that is just right for us, which we will discuss further in the next episode, because this was just part one. Now to share a little bit about what I've been working on and how it's been going. It's been going well. I've been working on the music a lot. Um, I've also had more time with the radio station that I work at. So uh, that has been taking more of my creative time than it usually would. But that's okay. It's fun. It's fun. But I've been working on some I'd mentioned about bringing back some of my classical roots and working on some stringed pieces. So I've actually got a couple of those almost done now. And I quite like it. I, there's something very rich about classical music. And ultimately, I like the idea of bringing classical and popular together, you know, giving the classical maybe a little bit of a kick. Not that I'm doing that with these pieces necessarily, but I do appreciate that process. And I love creating these sweeping melodic lines that you can do with the strings. That's a lot of fun. Working in the digital world, it's trying to make things sound as good as they can, but I think I'm learning about that and creating things that I'm pretty pleased with. So you will get to hear those soon. I will say, though, that technology is something that I am still contending with. Um, <laughs> even with this podcast, it, what happens is I will start saying something and I'll be talking for a couple of minutes and then it just, it doesn't physically stop recording, but when I stop recording, some of what I've said is not always there. So I have to say it again. Those kinds of things are a little bit annoying to say the least. Or right now I'm dealing with, my laptop is not the newest, admittedly, but the power connection it just kind of goes from battery to plugged in to battery to plugged in. So hopefully I don't have to get a new laptop anytime soon because then that just means loading all of your software and everything up again. So I like the one that I have. I just want it to work properly because I've already tried getting a new cable and that has improved the situation, but it still exists. So I I love to get that resolved. Someday I'll bring it in. <laughs> To get fixed. And I think, you know, we can have another discussion, another episode about technology all on its own. But I've always been told to not let your technology or your tools dictate what you do. And you really, you know, you want to make sure that you have the best that you can get to do your job. You know, whatever your financial things are, uh, whatever your financial limitations are. But sometimes stuff just happens. Like last week, I was about to do my radio show. Um, I was at the studio. And they'd put in new software to run everything, you know, to put all of your items, your songs and your spots and everything in the queue. And it basically just melted down on me. I was the first person to use it, and it just sort of deleted my entire playlist, (laughs) and then it just froze everything up. So I was ultimately unable to do my show that day. And yeah, it's frustrating, um, but you also have to realize that it's about the work that you're doing, right? Right. And you learn from these scenarios, you try and find the optimal setup, but you can't take it too much to heart and you got to just keep going with what you're doing. Otherwise, you know, we we live in a world where technology exists and in large part, where you know, either these days, whether it's Zoom calls or using recording studio equipment technology is part of our lives so we need to learn to be at peace when it is not always functioning as it should and find ways to improve upon that (laughs) yeah so that's what i've been up to and how it has been going for this segment on something that I have really enjoyed listening to or reading or watching that you might be inspired by. A little while back, I picked up the book Creativity Inc. by Ed Catmull, who is the head of Pixar. And it kind of blew my mind. The way that this business is run and the way that people are encouraged to explore their creativity. It was really a masterclass in leadership. And not that I'm a leader yet, but someday, you know, perhaps I, I hope to, to guide other artists. Don't know if I need to be the CEO of anything, but uh, I do feel there is that, that leader aspect to me. So I was just truly inspired and it was something that I knew that I could take into the future. And even in the present day, I was inspired to explore new avenues of creativity, you know, because he would have all of these areas of the company, all these people in different departments interacting with each other and learning from each other about what they did and how they did it. And so I thought that is such a good idea for ourselves too, is to try something new and explore new aspects of our creativity, you know, try a new medium of art or try a new art form altogether it's just a brilliant book, and I'd highly recommend it if you haven't read it already. Well, that's it for this episode of Hanging with the Muses. I hope you enjoyed, and stay tuned for part two of how to tailor your career to your life. Whoa, I just went really deep there. <laughs> Anyway, stay tuned for the continuation of this discussion. And if you would like to connect further and learn more, you can visit me on my website at tiffanypreshera.com, on Facebook at Swimming Tigress Music, I'm on Twitter at Swimming Tigress and at Tiffany Preshera, on YouTube at Swimming Tigress Music, and on Instagram at Tiffany Preshera. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fabulous day, and we'll see you next time.